live brunch. We are live. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Live Brunch. Live Brunch. Live Brunch. Welcome to another episode of Live Brunch, and I'm joined by the wonderful Toby Ford Weston and Christina Gutzer, who is Chris No, not Gutzer, wow. I do apologize. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, Christina got married recently, and I just called her by her maiden name. Just, no. Sorry, Christina, no, who is fine. equally wonderful, <laughs> if not more wonderful than Toby. Toby, just to start off by saying, you served us really well. And that was such a blessing to us. Did you just say I served you really well? Yeah, and were you listening to the We found that sermon really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Toby's just finished preaching to us uh, from the Bible on encouragement. Yeah. yeah. How to not be a pea shooter, but be a bazooka yeah. with your encouragement. Yeah. And you gave us four points yeah, about yeah. good encouragement. So mm. good encouragement is Christ-centered. Yes. It's specific. Yes. Not like the encouragement I gave you before that. It's not superficial. Yeah. And good encouragement restores. Correct. That was just a wonderful preach, Toby. I feel like there's lots that we can get. From. I'm Very looking forward cool. to getting into it. Uh, Christina, anything that you want to add in? Yeah, I mean, obviously I shared at the end of um, mm. the sermon kind of how I thought, oh yeah, my boyfriend was crying myself and my friend encouraged me. Like, But I was also jotting down some questions as, like, as you're preaching and some of them were um, kind of, what makes good encouragement? Obviously I know that you'd like kind of touched on that. What does that look like in my life? Uh, what encouragement have I given or have I received? Um, in what context can this work out? In like when to kind of give encouragement, when's appropriate, when's not? Um, in what ways is Jesus my ultimate source of encouragement and what that means for me? So that's the kind of things I was kind of like thinking Brilliant. about. Brilliant. Those were, are really helpful questions. Yeah. I think um, we've just started our small group term uh, last week. I joined my small group last week. Uh, and we would say that small group is a great place to work on some of these questions. Yeah. Uh, some of the questions that Christina asked, maybe these are questions that you might have as well. And small group is a great context to uh, apply those questions. We are emmanuel.com forward slash small group if you've not signed up as yet. But shall we quickly jump into some questions that we've received? Yeah, let's... Here we go. Question number one. I agree with you, Toby. I need encouragement. That's good. However, my partner just isn't very good at it. <laughs> It's not a personal question. Is this Nina? <laughs> so what do I do when the people I need encouragement from don't give me any? Yeah, um, it's a really good question. I think um, that the two things I would say is kind of encouragement really is contagious, I find. Um, my, my, my grandfather used to say to me, um, smile and the world will smile back at you. And that's not in the Bible. Um, but it, it kind of is a truism. The more you encourage at people, I, I find the more encouragement I sort of get back, and encouragement is probably one of my, it's probably my strongest sort of gift. And so I actually get quite encouraged because I'm sort of on the front foot in that respect. And I think also, um, while I made the point that we, we do need encouragement for one another, like we do need that, um, but I think sort of waiting for, you know, <laughs> in the shadows, lingering for someone to come and walk over isn't really the, the, the best way, I think. Uh, going to Jesus, who encourages us, like, infinitely, <laughs> literally, uh, and to the, to, the, to the heavens, 
literally um, is the first kind of place. Go and find your encouragement there um, from that. Because ultimately, um, he is the one that's eternal and what he says will, will ultimately, over you, last forever. Whereas someone could come in and say something that could pick you up and, yeah, let's do that. But, you know, next week you might forget about it. But, you know, so I, I'd say those two things. Brilliant. Anything you want to add in, Christina? Um, if it is appropriate, just being able to say it, like, I'd really appreciate some encouragement. I mean, I've had friends who've come up and just said, I'm, I'm going through something right now, and could you just... And in that moment, because you know the person, you're able to be like, oh, really, man, like, I see this in you, like, and, like, God's doing this, and this, this, this. And so if it is appropriate to, and you feel comfortable, especially as they are your partner, hopefully, um, just being able to be like, yeah, I just appreciate some mm. encouragement. I think having such a range of relationships, we are not mm. meant to do life alone, we're meant to do life in community. And um, I, I know sometimes, I mean, this is not a question for my partner, but there are times when I, I can't be hugely dependent on my partner just for my primal source of encouragement. And I think, hey, you look to Jesus, but you also look to the community around you. You look to your small yeah. group, you look to your yeah. friends, and cultivating really good friendships where you can have those open conversations saying, I'm just, I just need... Uh, and I think that is a really important point. I think it's particularly if you're married, you, you can get into the rut of thinking kind of like you are the one that needs to encourage, like you, you are my source. Uh, and what you said is so good. I think it's just, it's just not the case. Like we have a variety of different relationships and that's really important to note. Brilliant. Next question. Isn't saying Jesus is our encouragement no different to wishful thinking or any other type of positivity? Hmm. Christians have just invented a God to make them feel better, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> uh, it's, it's an important question to address. And I guess I would say that um, if I was to invent in God, it wouldn't look like Jesus. <laughs> Jesus surprises me just all the time. <laughs> like, so I, used to, when, I remember the first time I was reading through the Bible many, many years ago, and I used to stop before the outcome. Like, Jesus would be confronting the Pharisees, and I'd stop and think, What's he going to do? I would do this. And he does the opposite. And I'm like, oh, like I just am so far off. So I, I probably wouldn't have invented a God like Jesus. But if I did invent a God, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be anywhere near as lovely as the real Jesus. So uh, to address the question specifically, I think um, we believe that the Bible is, is, is trustworthy and the, th the events that happened are true and what Jesus achieved through his death and resurrection mean something and not just mean something metaphorically or symbolically but have the power to change our lives and millions of people around the world for thousands of years would attest to that including us here and so what I'd say is when when Jesus does uh, through Jesus death and resurrection and the way he comes to us and encourages us it's more than just kind of wishful thinking it's it's something that is historic our, our faith is historic. It's grounded in historical events. And I would just suggest that um, the person that's asked uh, the question, Alpha, might be a, a good start for you, a place just to ask these really important questions because we specifically go into the historicity of the gospel and the, uh, how we can trust the texts of the New Testament. And if you come to a place of confidence on the text, then actually you start to understand how this stuff really does make a complete difference. I think the, um, I guess we're looking at what the ends of encouragement are, right? If, uh, if maybe, I want to be careful about how I phrase this, and I could be wrong, is if the, if the end of our encouragement is us feeling good about ourselves um, and not drawing us back to Jesus and not drawing us back to God, how would you hold us to intention? Yeah, I mean, there is, I don't want to, I don't want to demonize kind of sort of if someone does say something that's fairly generic and does pick you up, you know, that, that's not a sin, that's not evil. 
Um, but I think what I, what I was labouring to sort of come across, uh, put across, is the, that there's more than that. Uh, and that's good for uh, the moment. But we, if you're a Christian, you can do... There's, there's so much more. There's like, you don't want to just play in the, in the, in the shallows of encouragement um, any more than you would want to play in the shallows of, of love. You want to go down deep. And, and encouragement is, is really, I didn't say this, but it really is quite easy. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything. It's not really that sacrificial. Actually, speaking from the heart, something sort of positive and, and re in relation to Christ, I, I think is, is a fairly easy thing to do. And I, I think it's important for us uh, to do that. So I think making that distinction and pursuing substance in how we encourage is worthwhile because it will help people. And I'll add this as well. Every time you encourage someone, you kind of get an assist. I'm kind of speaking in football terms where a player passes to the guy that scores a goal and you get what's called an assist. But if a person goes on and, and serves Christ, you get an assist. Like you get, you, you, you share in part of that, the blessings. I remember um, <laughs> about 10 years ago, uh, someone in this church um, encouraged me and he wasn't specific, but he just looked me in the eye and said, do you know what, Toby? I've got a feeling about you. I've got a feeling about you. That was it. And literally, that was enough for me. And to be honest, he gets a kind of assist for almost everything that I've done ever since because I thought, I've got a feeling about me. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I will take it. And I went on and whatever, you know, God's the Lord's used me to do. Um, but he gets an assist. And actually, he, he probably doesn't know it, and I should probably encourage him, um, shares in those blessings and perhaps God will bless him for that so actually it's an easy way to get long-term eternal blessing as well I guess there's something about your motives for when you encourage people and because um, you, you want to be really careful that a is this really the right thing to be encouraging them about um, or is this something that would um, I don't know take them away from Jesus or mm. kind of fulfill your agenda in their life and I think especially when you have young kids um, You've got to be so careful with your encouragement. What yeah. are the things you are encouraging them about? Mm. And what are some of the things that you're saying, hey, maybe we need to relook at this or maybe look at this differently. But I guess for me as, as a parent, I want to make sure I'm encouraging my, my kids in the things that will point them back to Jesus mm. or that will help them grow in their relationship with Jesus rather than in the things that I am kind of living vivaciously through them and saying, yeah. you know, I think this is really good for you because, hey, I would personally like that. Yeah. Um, well, the word, the, the, the secret is the word encourage. Courage, it's, it's about putting courage in mm. the vessel. And, and, and courage, ultimately, courage is another word, if you like, for faith. So it's a faith in Jesus. So anything that increases and boosts someone's um, confidence in the person of Jesus and what he has done, ultimately, is a good thing. And, 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 and it, okay, it, can, it is easy, but it isn't easy at the same time. And as much as you have to be intentional and think. Uh, Peter uh, and Jesus, Jesus didn't meet uh, bump into Peter on the stairs. It wasn't, oh, oh, Peter, um, yeah, let me say some encouraging things. No, 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 he went out of his way. He hunted him down. He sought him out. And once he <laughs> met Peter, he started to encourage him. He was deliberate. He was intentional. And I think that uh, we need to um, think before we say things. And we can so often say things that are, again, well-meaning and we genuinely mean well. And they're not necessarily bad, but uh, received by the wrong heart, they could be taken to be about me. Uh, it could puff, puff up rather than build up. And uh, so we need to be careful with what we say, not because, as I said, words, uh, you, we have to be legalistic with the words, but consistently saying things that are kind of 
tending, veering this way could lead to problems down the line. So it's definitely important for us to be intentional and considered. Going back to the story, there's a question in the chat which says, what should we do when someone has denied you, I guess wronged you, but won't recognize it like Peter did? Mm, mm, mm. It's a really, really good question because it, it talks about when there's a relationship that's been broken yeah. and it's not being acknowledged, and can encouragement be a really good tool to bring restoration into mm. a relationship? Yeah, I think, I think on that specifically, Stephen Dawson um, preached a fantastic message uh, two or three weeks ago on, on Matthew chapter 18, which, which kind of talks about what do you do when someone sins against you? And um, I would encourage that person to go and listen to that message because I wouldn't be able to do it justice in a short time. Mm. But encouragement can be a powerful thing even when someone has sinned against you. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. Do you think it's possible... Uh, you, know, you kind of joked about this in the beginning about how nobody's come to you saying I'm really struggling with too much encouragement. Yeah. But do you think it's possible to encourage too much? Uh, some people are just insanely positive, but after a while it doesn't mean very much because everything is great. Oh, wow. No. Uh, my answer is no, 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 no. You can't <laughs> encourage too much. If people are insanely positive, that's not encouragement. Being positive isn't encouragement. If someone's positive to me, to be honest, it's nice, but it, it kind of it goes in one ear out the other. It doesn't, it doesn't last with me because I think he's being well-meaning or she's being well-meaning and it's nice and I feel slightly better and it's great, genuinely, and I've, you know... But it's not encouragement. True encouragement, as I've described it, is limitless. There are no boundaries, no limits, no fetters. And the more we encourage, the more we'll be raging, the more we will be glowing because we have spiritual vitamin D pumped into us. And if we're relating that to Christ, it's like rocket fuel and we will go and serve God. I'm passionate about it yeah. <laughs> because, because it's, it, will it will change the community if we really pursue this. And, and, and we can with God's help. Is this passion coming from... A lack of encouragement, <laughs> or just being overwhelmed by the the wealth of encouragement that you've received, received well, in your life. Well, I, I will I will mention that some people, and there wasn't time to mention this, but some people have the, the gift of encouragement, right? That is like a spiritual gift that some people are particularly excellent at, at and operate at a higher level consistently over years. Um, and that is right to recognise. Not everyone will be sort of world class at it, but we are all called, if you believe in Jesus, to be an encourager. And there is a level that you will be able to walk in. Even if it's kind of the shallows that were, you can be a real encourager. Yeah, yeah. yeah just as you're speaking, I was thinking about how we are a body. Um, mm. And as a church, uh, we are the body of Christ. And so just picking up from what you're saying about encouragement being edification, mm. building up, like mm. actually we want the church to be built up. Mm. And so by encouraging someone, it's not just, oh, you're really good. It's like, no, I want you to build you up so you can stand firm in the good. word, so you can stand firm in Christ. Like, what's the purpose? I think you were saying that. What's the purpose of encouragement? To build up so you can stand firm in Christ, so you can run the race with endurance. So it's just like, yeah, that is the reason for encouragement so that we can run this race better. Um, I agree. Yeah, so you can uh, never do too much of that. I feel love that the, the church is called the body of Christ. Mm. It's, we, are, we are united, aren't we? There's, yeah. a, there's a oneness that we share, which is, which is very encouraging. Mm. Um, okay, next question. How do I encourage someone like my boss? It feels the relationship is the wrong way around, like I'm assessing their performance, which is weird when they're my boss. That's really good, actually. <laughs> a really good question. Um, trying to think about what I was like in the work context. I, I think your boss would actually appreciate that. <laughs> I think a lot of people, um, they do find it difficult managing a team and just kind of having that feedback from your team is really encouraging. It's just the way you word it. 
So it's like, you know, when you did that, I found that really helpful for me and it helped me do my job better. Because that's the purpose of their job, right? To manage you and to get the goal right. So you're encouraging them in what matters. And when you did that, it really helped me. When you did that, it really lifted the atmosphere in the office. So thank you. I think it's just the way that you word it. And don't be patronised. I know what you mean. You don't want to be patronising about it, but I think they'll really appreciate that. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I think that... Um, I, I don't know if, you know, I, I don't know if it's kind of more of a British thing. Um, awkwardness is kind of like, uh, you know, a fate worse than death um, for so many in our culture. But uh, we, we just, if we're going to really encourage, we have to break through that. And I think even though it, it may be awkward, the, the sincerity of the heart, if it's coming from a, a genuine place, I think most people can discern actually this person, although it was awkward and probably rather it didn't happen, but they they really, they meant that. And I think that goes a long way, even through the uncomfortableness of the situation. Um, last question. Um, is there, how can you encourage people with biblical wisdom? How do you mean? <laughs> uh, that's what the question was. I, I guess um, bringing, for me, encouragement is when I'm reminded of my identity in Christ. Mm. And I'm reminded of who he is, what he's done for me, and the way the Father sees me because of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I think another way I find um, stuff in the Bible encouraging is when, when, when we hear that every good thing is, is a blessing from your heavenly Father, mm -hmm. and, and to know the things that, even things that people have seen in me which, is, which they have been encouraging about and said, you did this really well, or, or stuff like that, um, is a gift of God. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and, and he... And not just is his, is his, it's his gift in me, but he delights in me using the gift. Mm -hmm. And he delights in, uh, there's that, that lovely story in um, Chariots of Fire when, um, when the guy says, uh, God made me fast and I feel his good pleasure when I run. Uh, and, and that could be encouraging. You know, you, you get to, when, when, you, when you function in your gifting, when you do things well, yeah. God's absolutely delighting in what you've done. And it's not like, oh, this is separate from God. No, 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 he absolutely, he absolutely delights in who you are and what you're doing. I find, so I guess those are some biblical uh, wisdom that is, is encouragement. Do you have any other examples? Yeah, I think that from scripture, um, so often, um, uh, so much to say, uh, God the Father encourages Jesus by declaring his identity. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. And it's kind of, although I dare say Jesus didn't need it, but he knew who he was, but he, 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 that's how God encourages Peter. Jesus says to Peter, your name is Peter, your name is Rock, and on this rock I will build my church. And he's, he's giving, he's conveying identity. This is who you are now. Mm. Uh, just like the father identified the son as the son. And I think that where possible, I, I, obviously God is like the best at doing it, but where possible, where we're able to, remind our, um, the encouraged um, of who they are in Christ mm. and the, 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 the royal stature mm. um, that Christ has won for them. I think it's just the best thing. I, I love it. Like, I love preachers about you know, the, the righteousness of God given to me. It makes me walk 10 feet tall in mm. not in arrogance or pride, but in joy and like, just lightness. Like me, wow, that's amazing. And I think where possible to do that is, is really important. Mm. Brilliant. And if you know the person well enough to kind of know... We, which as a church, we believe in the prophetic words, right? So mm. if you know someone well enough to know some of the things that have been said about them mm. prophetically, there is a tendency when we're going through difficult times to forget some of those things and to keep our heads low. Like today, the, the verse I shared was 
I look up to the hills where my help comes from. You can help lift someone's head and say, I know you feel like this, but remember, mm -hmm. that was said about you. Yeah. That's what God said. And that will bring courage to the person. Mm -hmm. That will infuse courage for them to stand up, like we're saying, what's the purpose? Stand firm in Christ. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I think if you know them well enough to know some of the words spoken over them, that's another really great way to encourage someone. And look them in the eye. Yeah. Like, <laughs> look them in the eye. Like, don't, I don't think although it doesn't say, I don't think Jesus was looking at his shoes when he was saying, Peter, feed my sheep, tend my sheep, feed my lambs. I don't think it was, I think he looked him in the eye. There's a power in that. Mm. It's not to be weird or stare someone out, but it, it, it come, there's something in that, to look a person in the eye and tell them and, and what you're encouraging. Encouragement can be prophetic as well in that mm. you don't have to have the gift of prophecy, but when you encourage someone in the word of the Lord, actually the fact that like, we, we are... There's power in words, as I said before, and God's command is creative. And even as we speak things, it can be prophetic in that people run down that path and fulfill the, the, the call that God has for them. Brilliant. We've run out of time. Christina has been so good having this you on. So I've really fun. enjoyed the stuff that I'm you so said. Excited. That. Yeah, yeah no, I think listen back to the questions that uh, Christina asked. Uh, and hey, maybe use, use them in your small group uh, to take this discussion forward. And please, we very much believe that. We have questions, we all have lots of questions. We have questions uh, which can be answered at the Alpha course. We've got questions which we can answer in small groups. So please sign up to one of them if that's uh, something you'd like to do. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Next week, we've got Joel Vogo back, and we are looking at conversations around race and culture. So it's going to be a good chat. But thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Toby. And have a lovely weekend.